The Accident Mortgage and Realty Show is sponsored by Accident Mortgage, an equal housing lender, NMLS ID 255368, and Accident Realty Advisors, which is a separate company from but still affiliated with Accident Mortgage. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from Acunet Mortgage and Realty's Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And a very pleasant good morning to everyone. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Mark Segrist, along with Acunet Mortgage and Realty Advisor. Well, Brian isn't with us today. Am I correct, David? That's correct. He's flying back from lovely Scottsdale today, well, so you wonderful. just got me. Well, it's great to have you with us here in the studio. Uh, Brian, uh, uh, David, of course, uh, Millennial Loan Consultant for Acunet Mortgage and Realty. Uh, we're going to be uh, t- opening up the uh, talk and text line as well during the next hour at 414-799-1620 if you have a question or a comment. But, David, I know you've got a loaded show here. Of course. A lot of helpful stuff to talk about, so uh, yeah. let's get underway. We, uh, we're going we're gonna to have open-heart mortgage conversations today. I'm uh, Dr. David reporting for duty. Uh, <laughs> there you because, go. Because um, before you go in for mortgage surgery, it's good to have some good details under your belt. So a couple stories. I'm going to start out with one. Uh, a young couple. This is the... Um, cart before the horse story so young couple downtown chicago um he works for chicago public schools she is a law clerk for the city of chicago they're looking for a condo near work and and downtown for convenience i hear the commute into downtown chicago is hellacious oh yeah so um they're just looking for ease in that regard and wisely before they started looking they called acunate i helped them personally uh, from a referral from their parents. And as dad says time and time again, the generational, greatest, generational yeah. the greatest compliment is being able to help uh, someone's kids or grandkids or even in reverse, helping somebody's parents too if uh, their kids happen to be a client first. So I got them started on a rock-solid pre-approval because we're all about reducing stress. And yeah. so sent them that list of documentation that we should absolutely gather ahead of time. Um, and this couple... Nothing overly concerning to worry about, but I'm just all about ironing out some wrinkles ahead of time, you know, qualifying on some new jobs. Hey, let's nail down job history. Down payment possibly coming from three different sources. Gift, totally awesome. Money from a trust, okay, maybe need to gather a copy of that trust to make sure that the trust can participate in that down payment. And then the last one, and I'm sorry, I'm 30, but U.S. savings bonds that they Holy were planning smokes. on cashing That's like in. SNH green stamps. I know. <laughs> so I don't know what the rate of return was on those savings bonds, but I think Grandma had bought those way back in the day. So anyway, moving parts. Um, and, and I get it. People are human. And so I sent them the list, on, and I, I went and I looked it up January 27th. Sent it again February 1st. I was texting with them you know make sure hey did you get the list because i kind of haven't heard from you did yeah okay great and you're working on gathering that documentation and then silence until 15 days later on saturday february 16th boom coming from complete silence they upload all their documents because they found a house and they want to go see it and they want to go write an offer and i'm and i'm all about acunet all about quick turnarounds but sometimes some yeah. turns are a little too quick. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, and I get it. There, you get excited and you and you want to uh, get in to go see that house. And and I'm not upset. So, 
we hopped on the phone right away and I was able to provide them at least with a credit verified pre-approval. But as I was getting ready for the show today, it kind of hit me that sometimes when we do a rock solid pre-approval for folks, it reduces stress for them, but it also reduces stress for us. Cause, oh, cause I want to be able to tell them absolutely we're ready to rock and roll. You are rock solid. Let's go help you buy a house. Yeah. And so they kind of put the cart ahead of the horse yes. and went and wrote an offer and won. So, 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 oh, man. so, which is great, which is, which is, I'm glad that they won. Um, I, it's just what I, what I want to be able to provide to them or to any buyer is a little bit more certainty because I've got, you know, we're pregnant now, you know, they have an accepted offer and we're, we're rolling. Um, I'm a little bit nervous sure. myself because there's, you know, and we do this all the time. You know, we don't always get to make somebody rock solid. Uh, but for these folks, uh, a reminder for all listeners out there that not only might you might you reduce the stress to you as you go write an offer on a house, you're going to make your friends, Brian, David, and everybody at Acunet Mortgage, just be able, I mean, I'm going to say a little less nervous, but really what I'm saying is well, yeah. be able to speak with confidence that, yes, yes you need to go... Uh, gather this list of documentation so that I can be confident in helping you get a mortgage. Right. So anyway, a little bit of lead time Amazing reduces stress. Through. Amazing. Amazing. Came through. Yes. Uh, and by the way, before we go to this first break, I'll leave you with this. Do you want to guess what the monthly condo? Oh, I told you what the monthly condo dues are for a downtown Chicago condo. You said they were high. $646 for the privilege. 800 square foot condo. $600 condo dues. Yeah. The joys of living in the Windy City. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, so when we, so story number one, when we come back, I'm going to talk about a cool program called Future Income and a conversation dad had this last week. Beautiful. After this break. Beautiful. All right. You're listening to the Accunate Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And we're back with David Wickert, a millennial loan consultant with the firm. And you were just sharing with us an incredible story of awesome turnaround <laughs> on an offer. Yeah. But now I know, you know, over time you've helped me come to appreciate what the value of a bridge loan is. But now you're going to tell me about a, a different avenue of pursuit here, yes. which is just as interesting and, and helpful. Uh, so I, I wrote this down. My dad is a wizard. Because let me, t I'm going to Tarantino oh, yeah. uh, this, uh, this story, which is here are all the things that have to go right for this purchase story to close successfully. Mm -hmm. A huge $160,000 gift from a parent, future income from a job that hasn't started yet, paying off two car loans to qualify, retaining a soon-to-be-old home in D D Denver, and a 49% debt-to-income ratio. All you have to do is fill in the blanks. <laughs> and can we do this by tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. So my dad is a wizard. So I was down in Arizona sitting across the table from dad witnessing this story unfold. Um, mostly I was chuckling watching him try to coordinate getting six people on a conference call on his cell phone. More difficult than you might think. Oh, yeah. A minor miracle, more oh, I'd yeah. say. But um, this kind of even goes to what he 
has talked about, I think it was last week on the show, that like the best way to get everybody on the same page is to get everybody on the on same, the same phone call. Yeah. And so this was a phone call where we had both borrowers, we had the parent who'd be giving the gift, who was the referral source. We had Brian on the phone, we had the loan consultant on the phone, and we had our internal underwriter. Everybody on the phone because what we were putting together was something called future income. And you're getting semi-commitments along the way yeah. as you're going yeah. deeper into the story. Absolutely. Okay. So, so for these folks, they are relocating from Denver to Milwaukee. And uh, one of the spouses is starting a new job at the medical college. Um, physician, I think. Okay. And they have a job offer for their new job. And that job is starting on May 1st. However, similar to the story in the first segment, they kind of went and wrote an offer before we could give them the rock-solid green light because they got excited and they wanted to go see this beautiful house and they wrote an offer and they won. you got to find some revenue really quick, right? <laughs> well, so, so for them, this is the interesting topic. It's future income. Yeah. So in America in 2019, you can close on the purchase of your new home before you start your new job. Really? Which is kind of amazing. Whenever I sit back and think to myself, you can buy a house before you've gotten your first paycheck from your new job, it's just kind of amazing. So the criteria is you, it has to be a purchase, it has to be a single unit, so a, a single family home or a condo. But, but you've gotta have some equity to back it up, right? You have to be able to make a down payment, yes. Okay. But in terms of qualifying for the monthly payment, we can do that on a job you haven't started yet. Wow. So the other interesting thing is you cannot be employed by a family member uh, for future income. So I can't call up Brian and be like, Dad, I need you to triple my salary so I can go buy this big house. Right. You don't get to do that. And uh, you qualify off of the base income of your new job. So it can't be bonus, commission, or overtime. It's just your straight salary. But here's the interesting thing. On this particular loan, it can't be contingent on anything. Passing a drug test or having your license transfer over from your old employer to your new employer. Okay. So what I'm going to tell you after this break is kind of the um, hitch in our giddy-up on helping these people qualify. You got my interest on, here. on future this is almost like a This is almost like a board game. This is almost like my <laughs> It is a board game. Seriously. I know. Interesting stuff. All right. You're listening to the very compelling Academic Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. We are back with David Wickard, and we're in the middle of, a, I think, a really interesting story about just trying to get it all together. And yeah. one of the big issues is finding some money to cover a gap here of several weeks, right? Yes, yes. Okay. So, right. so this is a story about future income. Uh, and so for these folks, they are moving from Denver to Milwaukee. Retain, they have sufficient, strong enough income that they don't have to sell their old house before they buy their new house. But here's the interesting thing, because you know we, um, we actually read your offer letter. We dig into the details, and we're using this future income. They're going to be buying their house on April 1, and the spouse with the new job is starting the new job on May 1. Here's how their offer letter reads. 
We expect your start date to be May 1st, 2019. Your salary will be X, paid on the first of each month, and you will receive a stipend. The scary part of that sentence is, we expect, not you absolutely will. Yes. It's, we expect, well, could they start June 1st? Could they start April 15th? Could they start October 1st? That is the ultimate contingency. Well, exactly. And so on the on <laughs> using future income, the criteria is you must start your new job yeah. 90 days from when you sign at the closing table. So if you sign April 1, you need to start your job by May, June, July, July 1st. Right. But the way that this offer letter reads, I, I don't know if you're starting on May 1st. Yeah. So we're asking if the future employer can clarify like is there are you waiting for them to pass an exam or something in wisconsin do you need like how can we remove the word or clarify the word not remove expect to read you will begin on this day right so for anyone so future income is a great program you just have to have it in writing your employer needs to be able to say on a piece of paper signed by you and your future employer you are starting at this salary on this day within 90 days of closing, which is what we care about. Um, my own personal side note is about every three months, there are articles that are written about how tight mortgage lending is. Mm-hmm. For some reason, journalists just like clockwork decide to write that article. And every time I read that article, I think of this program. Yeah, I can help you buy a house before you actually start your new job. So... The moral of the story being for anybody who is um, maybe a recent college graduate, we could help with a future income. Like if you graduate this coming May and you're going to start a new job by August 1st, we could help that that college graduate buy a home with that future income. Or if you're a relocating professional, um, we can help you use that new job, new income. But what you need is you need the nod. You need an official nod from the employer that yes, Yes. this individual is going to be starting at this rate, will be on the staff, et cetera, et cetera. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't just have like a handshake. It needs to be something in writing from the employer, which I think most employers are willing to to do do. it if they really want that person aboard. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. So, um, and, so I had mentioned when we started when I started describing this story that Brian is a wizard because what we're doing is we don't get to we don't get to use what the world will look like in three months because in three months they'll have sold their old home in Denver they'll have started the job at some point you know the second spouse will even have probably found a new job as well but we don't get to use what the world looks like in three months. We have to use what the world looks like today. And so all the things that I described that have to go right in this uh, scenario, a huge gift from parents for a down payment, future income from a job they haven't started yet, paying off two car loans in order to qualify, their world is gonna look fine in 90 days, but right now what Acunet is really good at is let's at least structure your purchase for success today because mm-hmm. it gets you in the house for these folks they kind of balked at the idea of paying off their two car loans mm-hmm. to which i just chuckled to myself i was like if you don't do that you won't get the house right so pick do you want the house or do you want a car loan right 
we try not to be that terse about it. But for them, you know, okay, if you, in order to help you get into the home, we're going to pay off these two cars. If after you close on the house, you want to go refinance your cars again, congratulations to you. You absolutely can go do that. But what we're, what Brian is great at, what he's trained me to be very good at, and what the rest of the Acunet team can do is put together the game plan utilizing a tool like Future Income to help people get into their next what, house. In essence, what you're trying to do is you're trying to put together a sna- financial snapshot yes. of current time. Yes. To in, make it In a way that is successful. Yeah, that is successful. So there you go. That's Future Income. So for anyone starting a new job or college graduates or whoever that might be, we can help you buy a house before you even start at your new job. Which Crazy is really interesting sounds. to know. Yes. Very interesting to know. So when we come back uh, after the bottom of the news here, I've got a rate roundup, and I have a story about um, Shaquille O'Neal trying to sell a house the, in our athletes trying to sell their million-dollar properties. That was interesting because just two weeks ago we were talking about Randy Johnson. I know. So we're changing sports, you're but really, it's still— you're, you're really becoming quite the name dropper. You know this, don't you? <laughs> I don't know him, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you don't have to know him. You can just— Talk about him? Talk about him. Very good. Go. WTMJ News time is uh, 1030. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. We are back with David Wickard. Brian is off this week, but uh, we're enjoying some great stories. And now we're uh, moving on to, uh, I think you've got a rate roundup segment. I do have a rate roundup. Uh, So at the close of business on Friday, AccuNet could offer 4.375% on a 30-year fixed rate loan. APR is 4.4. That's with just $1,300 in cost. If you make um, below the, if we can help you qualify for a special program uh, that uses income that is below the median income for your census tract, I know that's a mouthful, uh, you can get 4.375% with an APR of 4.4 with just $900 in cost. And then that's with 25% equity and all the other right stuff. And my executive producer, Brian, from afar was texting me this morning that he got a call this week uh, on Friday from a client looking to buy a rental property. And in this particular scenario, it was a single family home on five acres with 40 acres next to it. Mm. His first recommendation was pay cash for the 40 acres because that's just not in our bailiwick and finance the house and the remaining five acres. And then knowing that it was an investment property, what dad proactively brought up was, I suppose you would like to own that property in an LLC and gave his gentle but firm reminder that if you purchase an investment property as a human, you cannot put that into an LLC. Otherwise, if and when the servicer of that mortgage finds out you put it into an LLC, they will come and foreclose on you. Because to do that, the other, you've got to be an entity of some kind, right? Correct. And you absolutely can purchase property as an LLC. You just have to go get commercial financing, not personal residential financing. So, But the other thing that Dad pointed out to this gentleman in a phone conversation was, well, the clients was surprised at how high the rate was with 20% down on an investment property. So... Welcome to the next portion of today's rate roundup because lending is all about risk. You know, right. there's there's an interest rate is one way that you measure risk. There's a reason why the United States Treasury can borrow money cheaper than Venezuela. It's because we pay the money back right. on time. Um, 
And so risk measured by interest rate is reflected in a very micro way for uh, real estate properties. The difference between do I sleep here at night or is this a rental? So in my example, let's say you were putting 25% down just like in my previous rate roundup. The interest rate would run you 5.125 or 5 eighths, excuse me, uh, uh, 0.75% higher than if you were going to live in that home. And the reason why is because it's more risky. As we described to folks over the phone, if your world gets turned upside down, you are more likely to throw the keys back through the door on the place that you're renting before you do the place where you sleep at night. Mm -hmm. Right. And as scary as that interest rate sounds, the difference in the payment is $90 a month. Hmm. So for as ugly as the interest rate sounds on my potential investment property here, if you're borrowing $200,000, the difference between 4375 and 5.125 is 90 bucks. Right. And if it's a rental, guess what you can do? Raise your rent probably right. to have your renter cover the cost of the higher mm -hmm. interest rate. Not to mention they're also, well, hopefully paying the mortgage for you and helping you acquire additional equity right. in the home. Does that make sense? In yes, the, it does. The back and it's, and you know, you'll to, to quote my mother and grandmother, you only know what you know. And so for folks, when we're discussing rental properties, it's riskier than the place that you're going to, you know, make breakfast for your kids in the morning. Right. So um, rates remain amazingly competitive, um, proving once again that economists like they get to be wrong half the time and yet they get to keep their job uh, because rates were expected to continue to climb. And now um, every economist that dad and I follow, especially at Fannie Mae, the large government <clears throat> uh, entity, yes, is forecasting that rates are going to remain flat and favorable through the end of this year and through the end of 2020. And I was just looking actually, and there are odds that by the end of the year that the Federal Reserve will cut rates by a quarter. After having raised them four times last year, wow. they might. there are some people who are saying, we think we, they might cut back a quarter by the end of this year. Interesting times. But to that effect, so if rates are going to remain favorable, the only thing standing in the way of home buyers is inventory. So when we come back from this break here, I'm going to give you kind of a spot check oh, we're looking. On, on home availability, especially in some certain price ranges after this break. All right. And you're listening to the Accunate Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. David, we're learning a lot this morning. I appreciate <laughs> this morning. that. It's a it's a deluge of information. But um, what I wanted to check in on here, I think we did this a couple weeks ago, yes. actually, inventory check in because, like politics, real estate is local and not just local, hyper local. Oh, because yes. if you're buying a $200,000 house in uh, Mequon, you, you're a different competition than someone buying a $600,000 house in Mequon. Right, just so, within the own metropolitan area. Literally with your neighbors. Yeah. Um, so what I did, I just spot-checked a couple uh, municipalities for some inventory. So I'm using homes that are listed for sale between 250 and 350 In Mequon, there are 11 homes for sale. But wait, five are already under contract. Oh, my. So if you want to buy a house between 250 and 350 in Mequon, you have six houses that you get to pick from. Yeah. 
in Franklin, 23 homes for sale in that range. Nine of them are already under contract. Wauwatosa, 35 homes for sale. Affordable range. Mm, sorry, 16 of them are already under contract. So You should have a plan B then when you're looking. I well, mean, you really should. And I think, I think for a lot of folks, maybe they're not um, zeroed in on maybe one municipality specifically. Yeah. You know, maybe if you're looking in Brookfield, you also would entertain Menominee Falls and New Berlin, for example. Um, right. Like communities. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But there's still not. A, so if interest rates are going to remain level and affordable because incomes continue to rise, we're going to get the jobs report on Friday. Mm-hmm. I expect that incomes will continue to grow modestly right. across the country and especially here in Milwaukee. OK, but what we're not solving is inventory issues. Um, so anyway, what I did go look at, dad sent me an interesting article in our continued series on um, retired athletes selling their home. Shaquille O'Neal is trying to sell his house in Florida, looking for a buyer if anybody wants to. Interesting. Reduce the price from $28 million down to $22 million of his 31,000-square-foot house. Wow. Anyway, That's just like Randy Johnson, the way he came down. Yeah, well, and when you get into that... Um, that bracket. That, that bracket. But it's it's kind of even true here in Milwaukee. So I even I uh, cracked open that in Milwaukee and Waukesha County, there are 75 homes for sale at a million dollars and above. If anyone's wondering, there's a $10 million house listed for sale as well. Just hop on we, Zillow. We've said this before in the program. There is wealth in our community. Absolutely. and But it's a buyer's market. Because of those 75 homes, a million dollars and up, Seven of them have offers. Really? Yeah. The other ninety percent are still waiting for someone to come knock on their door to say, "Is your suspicion I'd like to buy your house. offers from within the community itself, or people moving in?" I, that's that's kind of hard that's to track. A good yeah. Question. I am not sure. But so, if you're looking in that million dollar range, you've got your pick of the litter. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Right. No problem there. So, but so as a reminder, what strikes me when we really zero in on inventory is what does it take to win? So when there's six homes for sale in Mequon in 250 from 350. That offer's got to be right on. That offer it's has clean. to be legit yeah. and ready to go. If if you're not writing your offer over the asking price, yeah. you actually don't want to win. You're hoping that the seller says no. And no or at least minimal contingencies. Well, exactly. So so not only do you probably, when there are only a handful of homes for sale in the range that you want, you're probably going to have to write over the asking price. Because mm-hmm. Lord forbid if there's anybody competing against you who also wants the house. Right. Okay. So thing number one. Thing number two, you can't have a home sale contingency because, again, that's kind of just the kiss of death. Wade, because sellers know that they're in a position of power. They don't even have to entertain your offer if it has a home sale. I mean, they can, but it is unlikely that they will say yes. Dad described last week helping a customer win against 13 other offers mm-hmm. using a little flexibility on the appraisal. Hey, if and it requires your agent to write in some additional language in the contract, but perhaps with values being... Uh, with values rising, giving a seller some comfort that like, hey, I'm writing you a strong offer and I really want to buy your house. So if it doesn't appraise out, even 
$5,000 within mm-hmm. the asking price, mm-hmm. I'm still going to be at the closing table with you because yes. I want your house. And Give as you pointed out this morning, the language has to be decisive. Absolutely. Yeah, because, yeah, yes. So well, and, and, yeah. and with all of that, the thing that's going to help you win is a rock-solid pre-approval because you're communicating to the seller, Hi, I've talked to David and Brian and the team at Acunet, and they're ready to give me a mortgage. Mr. Seller, all you have to do is say yes. Yeah. So that's your inventory check-in, limited inventory check-in. Absolutely. Uh, So when we come back from this last break, uh, that great inventory and healthy home prices makes it a fantastic time to refinance, and I'm going to give you a couple reasons why and a couple numbers to chew on. So when we come back. All right. That's next up. Uh, You're listening to the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Find a place to call home without the headache. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. All right, WTMJ News Time 1052. We're back with David, and we're just hitting one store, one segment after another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, in talk, we talk a lot about buying. Uh, it's kind of the engine of our business, and um, a lot of times... Um, no matter what rates are, no matter what the world looks like, people want to buy houses mm-hmm. to raise families and make memories and create traditions. So the other half of that coin, though, is refinancing. Um, and so with with thin inventory and strong offers, that will continue to make homes uh, increase in value. And that's not a guarantee. But what's interesting is... Um, that upward pressure has benefits for folks who already live in the home that they have a mortgage on. The interesting thing on a refinance compared to a purchase is that the appraiser doesn't know what you're hoping the value of your home might be. On a purchase, the appraiser gets a copy of the contract. They know what you're willing to pay for that house. So they're kind of, they'll never say it out loud, but they're kind of aiming for what you're willing to pay for the house. Really? Yes. Okay. But on refinance, you don't know. Or you, it is, I am literally not allowed to be friends with appraisers, basically, because we should not be able to influence what the independent value of a home might be. But with strong sales, that continues to benefit existing homeowners. Okay. So there might be opportunity to refinance. And I've got at least, well, three ideas for helping folks refinance. One is cash flow. Hey, can we help you pay less to live in your same house? Either reduce your current interest rate, reduce, get rid of PMI or FHA mortgage insurance. I, I always joke, if your cable company or your cell phone provider called you and said, we can drop your cell phone bill by $60 per month, I would say, Dad, I need to leave the office right now. I'm going to drive to <laughs> wherever these people are asking me to to drop my cell phone. Hey, even when you're in real estate, sixty bucks is sixty bucks. Well, yeah. it, you know, it's that's seven hundred dollars a year. That's oh, like yeah. getting that's like getting a thousand dollar pre-tax raise from sure. your boss. So, cash flow, um, home improvement. I, I came up with this example while I was getting ready for the show. A home equity line of credit is how I feel about peanut butter, because if I go to the grocery store and get peanut butter, mm-hmm. I'm going to eat the peanut butter. And that's why I don't buy peanut butter, right. because I'm going to eat it. Right. If you go get a home equity line of credit, you're going to use it, because sure. you're going to want to remodel your kitchen or your bathroom or 
you need to send a kid to college or whatever it might be. Right. Your HELOC is peanut butter. And I have yet to meet the customer who took out their home equity line of credit and then decided to go pay it off later with money that they get from a bonus or right. inherit or whatever it might be. So if you're thinking of taking out a home equity line of credit, I, I just want to forewarn you, it's peanut butter mm -hmm. and it's going to go straight to your hips. Yeah. Which is okay, but there are alternatives to a home equity line of credit. So a home equity line of credit, 99 out of 100 HELOCs are tied to the prime rate. The current prime rate is 5.5%. Let's just say the Federal Reserve does nothing and rates remain flat mm -hmm. for the rest of this year. A lot of folks don't get to borrow money at prime. If your HELOC is tied to prime, it's probably like prime plus one. So if you want to get peanut butter, it's probably going to cost you 6.5%. Okay. That is in comparison to on a cash out refinance at Acunet Mortgage, we could line that up with an APR of 4.875. Mm. I wasn't a math major in college, but I'm pretty sure that that is lower than the 6.5% right. in my example. The thing that you have to keep in mind is if we're able to help with a cash out refinance, we can only go up to 80% of the value of your home. But but that equity might be there now that wasn't two, three, four, five years sure. ago because home sales continue to be strong. I make that joke with my brother-in-law about his house in Wauwatosa all the time. What mm -hmm. they bought it for three years ago, you can't find a house at that purchase price anymore compared to what it would go for now. Yeah. So there's equity just from living. And not to mention if you turn around and utilize that cash out refinance to further improve your home, right? it's kind of a double win. You get to borrow money on a fixed rate on your home equity or on, on a cash out refinance and you're able to improve the value of your home. Right. That's a win-win. Absolutely. Um, so values continue to be strong. And um, if we can help, you know, the other thing that we help people do is consolidate debt. You know, if you have student loans that you want to pay off or you have, uh, I mean, we can pay off a home equity line of credit or credit card debt or anything else that improves your monthly cash flow, that's a win. And we can do it on a fixed rate better than at least my least favorite product, which is a HELOC. It's all about good money management. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. it's just, let's let's talk about all the options and we're happy to diagnose even if we're not able to help, but let's yeah. at least talk about all the options. That's all the time we have this week. Well, it's been a real pleasure. I appreciate we've, the We've time. learned a lot today, and I think this flown discussion through, has been very fluid and uh, most helpful. I appreciate it. All you got to do to get started on a no Social Security required mortgage checkup or get started on that rock-solid pre-approval because you need one with tight inventory is click on the blue button at acunet.com, A-C-C-U-N-E-T.com. David, thank week, you so friend. much. Thank Coming you. up now on 1058 on WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts or guests of Acunet Mortgage and Acunet Realty Advisors and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC.